All right, welcome to a bonus episode of Two Friends, Three Questions. What, 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 what? I don't know if you know this, the lead singer from Vampire Weekend was at one point married to Rashida Jones. I don't know if they still are, but yeah. I did not know that. Ezra, <laughs> what's his name? I know his first name's Ezra. Ezra something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ezra something. No, I did not know that. Yeah, kind of a fun. I've been getting super into like early alternative indie music like from the early 2000s like i was super into that back in high school and college and i've just been like getting really into it again man to this day one of my favorite bands i would say is the strokes and i've been listening to the the strokes non-stop (laughs) you do really yeah you do really like the strokes and i I like strokes too i was into that i was into uh, as my hipsterdom continued through most of my life uh i was into like i was into the bands like kaiser chiefs and like interpool like i was into the even more alt than the alt stuff that was popular <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um which i'll also crank those bands out every now and then uh i was really into mute math for a while oh i liked um, them for a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah uh no i i've always loved vampire weekend um i actually had the opportunity to go see vampire weekend actually at ccu uh but that's when i crashed my car oh, okay so oh, i did damn. not get to go see vampire that's, weekend that sucks <laughs> yeah so but uh yeah um, always love vampire weekend yeah um oh. Crazy game. sidebar story that you're gonna that is gonna piss you off. Um, so Friday night, um, I went over to a buddy's house. We had a poker night, um, and we're all into you know super into music. He was playing some music off of his little like Bluetooth speaker, um, mm-hmm. and for some reason he was pl- he he had fun. He he was playing this little game where he would put on like a song, and then he wouldn't he would play like an entire album, and he wouldn't turn it off until we until we figured out who it was. And there <laughs> and some of them were easy. Some were like oh, he put on Prince, and I was like oh yeah, obviously this is prince uh the one that's gonna piss you off is um he put on pantera and i could not for the life of me figure out it was pantera we listened to about four pantera songs before finally one of my buddies was like oh i'm pretty sure this is pantera and he's like yep you got it and then we switched it to the next one it's a weird little game he likes to play um i just wanted you to know that i listened to about four pantera songs without actually knowing it was them and they were popular songs <laughs> no i mean that doesn't actually make me mad you don't like pantera i, I mean why I would you like know pantera huh <laughs> i don't love pantera yeah you don't you don't you 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 never really you you just don't like metal yeah. and i don't even think you like the metal that i think you would like like i don't even think you really are into bands like red fang or i kind of like, like the red stoner fang. There, yeah, i think stoner that's a metal is growing on me okay i would say that kind of felt like the metal that you would be into yeah but it it pretty much wouldn't really go heavier than that for mm-hmm. you not which at is, all yeah which is fine um i i mean i definitely think you miss out on bands like priest and maiden and mm. you know i mean those, those bands are fucking great and so i think there's a lot there that you could oh my god this just popped in my head last night me and charlotte were driving home they played three Soundgarden songs in a row which i thought was weird that is and then weird. The, the next song they played was by jackal and it was that goddamn chainsaw song no way that you heard that on the radio in 2021 (laughs) i've ever heard it on the radio ever that is insane and i was like this is that goddamn chainsaw song (laughs) and i had to listen to it a minute because there's actually a lack of chainsaw throughout most of the song right right (laughs) which 
what's so funny is watching it without the music video you don't know that chainsaw's coming <laughs> exactly like yeah it's like uh, like you know he's like yeah i'm a lumberjack baby <laughs> and all that but the last thing you expect is just a fucking and it's a, dude and it's listening to it too i was like this is so fucking dumb so dumb but oh my god it's so good <laughs> i just i just i almost called you i was like you gotta be fucking kidding me i i cannot believe this is on the radio right now i've sure never enough, heard it on the radio that's amazing <laughs> yeah i think we i think we heard it on tue if i remember correctly i think it was on tue and i think on saturday nights they do the later you get into the night they'll do like a late night kind of like you know uh, rolling out the the secret hit it, they get more, <laughs> they, the dj will play more of what they want they had mm-hmm. i don't know they have like some guy who does like underground shit now i didn't also start to realize that i know who oh and they played another jackal song after that and i think the second song i actually knew so i think i've known who jackal is i just yeah. had no idea about this chainsaw song yeah yeah they're not super popular but for at, at one point in the 90s they were they were fairly well known um because actually that chainsaw song they did a they they they, they did a music video like a crossover episode with like beavis and butthead where they were listening to it like if, <laughs> if you watch beavis and butthead in the 90s you've heard of jackal <laughs> yeah yeah um i i'm just gonna i'm just gonna keep sidebarring here of all this stuff i forgot to talk to you about that's fine um, have that's what you this is seen for. the trailer for space jam 2 no i haven't i need to though yeah, you'll uh, you'll have to give it a watch and let me know what you think. Uh, I was not impressed. I'll be honest. Um, Does it and not have even Brian James in it? Oh yeah, wholeheartedly. And I think okay. it has one of his kids in it. At oh, wow. a la the first Space Jam that I believe had Michael Jordan's kids in it. Mm, okay. Um, here's what I'll say. First off, it has Don Sheetle. Okay. Interesting. As the protagonist. <laughs> so okay. Weird. Or sorry, the antagonist. Uh, okay. um, I love Don Cheadle. That might get me to watch it. Um, and I'm not even coming at Space Jam 2 like a kid from the 90s like, oh, Space Jam is the best fucking movie, Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Do I follow the come on and slam subreddit? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> Admittedly. Is I that do just love Space, a Space Jam. Jam dedicated subreddit? It, it, yeah. You know about come on and slam. No. I've never heard about it. Yeah. Dude, you have... Come no. on, it's where they take the Space Jam theme and match it up to any song ever. Oh, dude, I was not aware of this, but dude, you I, gotta be. I've known about this since CCU. Well, that's what I'm doing with my Sunday now. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> check it out because, like, I think my all-time favorite one is "Carry On My Wayward Slam," where they take <laughs> "Carry On My Wayward Son" and "Come On and Slam." So it's like. You hear the and then it's like, come on and slam and welcome to the team. <laughs> Dude, that is so fucking good. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, you do. You do. I think, yeah, it's great. Mainly the, the titles are my best part or yeah. my favorite part. Um, but I watched the trailer for Space Jam 2 um, and I just, I don't know. I just, I from the trailer, the vibe didn't get me. And once again, I just want to reiterate, I'm not coming at this like I think Space Jam is the Citizen Kane of my generation, okay? <laughs> right. The first Space Jam is actually a fucking terrible movie. Yeah. It's god-fucking-awful. Michael Jordan can't act. Half those mm-hmm. people can't act. Um, however, Space Jam did do something really well in that it cast somebody like Bill Murray. Right. 
to help carry a lot of the comedy and actually have a solid actor in that and, role. And Newman was in it. <laughs> and the guy who played Newman. Wayne um, Knight. Uh, also the guy who is the Jurassic Park guy. Uh, the fuck. same guy. <laughs> yeah, but what's his name in that? It, what? What's, what's his, his name, name in Jurassic in Park? Oh, um, I don't remember. But don't you are either. talking about Newman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Remember he was a guy in Jurassic Park? Yeah, too? he was definitely in Jurassic Park. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah, yeah. what his character's name was in Jurassic Park. I like Park. to remember him from Jurassic Park as opposed to Newman from <laughs> Seinfeld. Well, that's Personally. where you and I disagree. <laughs> and that's, and that's why, where our friendship will start. Man. Um, no, it's just the vibe of it fell off, man. I don't know. It's like the villains of the goon squad are just weird. And I don't think they're actually related to baseball players, which is the thing that was good about the first Space Jam is they, hmm. you know, they took all the powers from like actual baseball players and then it was their monster personification. Yeah. I don't yeah. really know if they're doing that. I don't get it. Half the movie LeBron James is animated. I think he's going to be animated until the oh. end. And, oh, no, and that's, that's when he'll that was I, the fun of space jam they got all these like animated characters to hang out with michael jordan and bill murray yeah, um, and charles yeah. barkley that was the weirdest thing they got actual like 90s basketball stars to be in this weird ass movie <laughs> fucking charles barkley was in it um patrick ewing oh my patrick god patrick ewing yeah. yeah um what what was the short guy's name uh bugs um oh, Muggsy. Mo- uh, Muggsy bugs yeah 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 <laughs> um i it, the vibe i mean it's different i i could be totally wrong i'm i'm just saying it seemed quite different um and i i'm concerned right right now i'm concerned for space jam 2 uh lola bunny significantly less hot um <laughs> damn it yeah, I did you keep up on all that? <laughs> no, but you. T- I think it, it, I think the trailer might have come out like when you were over at my house and you we were talking about it a little bit. Oh wait, I think on the I think on that episode I think I did. Yeah. I've been keeping up with this Lola Bunny thing, so I haven't had time for anything <laughs> else. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm joking. I don't care about the Lola Bunny thing. I think that rabbit should be less hot because now I want to fuck rabbits. So I mean, that's Space Jam one's fault. Yeah, you know? exactly. So you know, <laughs> stop getting me to fuck rabbits. Um, <laughs> Wabbits. <laughs> if I, I think I should. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I just yeah, watch watch it. I don't know. I'm concerned. I don't think it looked that great. Yeah, I get you. Here's kind of my take on the whole like phase that Hollywood is in right now, where they're trying to remake all of these movies uh, from our childhood, whether it's for like nostalgic reasons um, or to cash in on stuff and i'm just gonna make this quick because i know it's been memed to death i specifically remember when the karate kid movie came out with jaden smith people were pissed about it um but my thing is like why let that bother you yeah it's kind of stupid that they're doing that but you're not being forced to see these movies these people are being so like upset because they're like oh they ruined my memories um just don't watch the movie. You could just skip it. I don't get it. Your childhood doesn't have to be tarnished just because there's a newer version of this thing that, in your opinion, isn't as good. Um, just don't watch it. Um, I probably won't watch the new Space Jam movie because it's not for me. I'm not the target demographic. I don't care. Yeah, that, and that's how I felt. And that's why I just want to make it clear. It's like I'm not going to rally against Space Jam 2 because I'm just like, I'm a 90s kid. and not Because 90 kids, okay, we're all getting pretty annoying. All oh right. my god, like, it's the worst. <laughs> we're 
we, we are pretty annoying. Like that's a, yeah. immediately how you topple us. Topple us is make a sequel to a childhood movie that came out. Like if they came out with Treasure Planet Two, yeah, we would exactly. all just fucking shit ourselves. <laughs> right. Or El Dorado Two, we would oh, all just go to the was- internet in an outrage. Anyways, we're doing a podcast. Um, well, I mean, that's what this podcast is for. This is the bonus episode. This, this one's is free. the bonus. They're not yes. paying for it, so we can talk about whatever we want. <laughs> All right, Mitch. So for this this uh, bonus episode, what you drinking, my man? All right. Um, the only other thing I had in my fridge um, it was a beer I've had before on the podcast, but uh, looks pretty good. It's called a Platform Beer Company Paranormal Mosaic. It's a West Coast style IPA. Um, and it's actually pretty good. Um, well, I shouldn't say that because I got a, got a six pack of this about three months ago and finally finishing it off. So <laughs> yeah, seem seem to have not touched a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, okay. Um, well, this was what I was going to drink on the dugout episode, but since you were drinking a Budweiser and I had a Budweiser, obviously I got to roll with my homie. It worked out. Yeah. Um, this I bought. This is um, Dogfish Head Slightly Mighty Low Cal IPA. Okay. Because that my interesting. My best friend has three children. No, and I don't. Is oh, uh, <laughs> that's cute. Aww. Um, sorry, jackass. Let, let, let me just let me just rewind this. One of my best friends <laughs> is a go, father of three children, <laughs> and is is a completely a dad. And you and I both know Aaron. Yep. And we can't say too much because this man is an educator of children, but <laughs> yep. it's very weird to see how much he's become a dad. I'll put it that way. Um, but he was like, yeah, we're, you know, uh, working out, being healthy. So I started drinking low-cal beer. And, but he, he had a Great Lakes low-cal uh, beer. And I mm-hmm. tried it. And I was like, no, honestly, this is good. And I was like, yeah, I can't imagine the calories are really what gives it's flavor mm-hmm. so we were just talking about it and um you know um but yeah it's uh i, I thought it was kind of interesting because you you can you know beer is a lot of shit that you don't necessarily need but yeah. this is just has 95 calories 3.6 carbs which really isn't too bad um and uh yeah honestly honestly dude i like it i mean it just it's a low cow ipa india pale ale brewed with monk fruit extract mm, that sounds kind of good Truthfully, dog, dogfish head is a pretty legit brewery too i i was gonna say honestly this is a good ipa this is one of the best ones i've had in a while wow so maybe low-cal ipas i'll like more i don't i don't know <laughs> could be <laughs> but um kind of a, kind of a new beer trend doing uh the the uh low calorie beer options yeah it's a whole um, new world so, out there a lot of people are doing it yeah, so I just kind of wanted to give it a try, but yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I like it. I think I think you would dig it. So this, I would buy this IPA. I would I would buy this. Okay. So that's oh. a pretty big endorsement from a man who <laughs> historically hates IPAs. So, um, but yeah, I'm into it. I like right it. Right on cool um okay so let's kind of get into it um i had a couple questions prepared i wanted to talk about although there's only two questions and this is really the whole episode so i don't think we should call it a lightning round so sorry guys we're not doing a lightning round today um we're just gonna kind of see what comes up so with that being said not lightning round question number one um I've been watching a lot of TV and movies lately, um, and I 
I've noticed this trend that I think is hilarious. I love when TV shows do this. Um, sometimes TV shows and even movies um, will have crossovers, almost a mashup, if you will. Um, they will make references to other TV shows um, and vice versa. And almost in a way, it's sometimes that it like breaks the fourth wall or sometimes it creates this really weird plot hole if you think about it um like for example and i want to know if you can think of any that you have really enjoyed because i love when tv shows do this for Got example one. awesome um so let me just tell you just for example for the listener because this is an easy one um on uh, i've been watching curb your enthusiasm a lot there's an episode of um curb your enthusiasm where Bob Odenkirk is in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. Fast forward Love to... Love Bob Odenkirk, but Bob go Odenkirk on. is amazing. Yes. Fast forward to there's an episode of The Office where Pam goes in and she sits down for her interview, and the guy running the interview is Bob Odenkirk. During their interview, he says, pretty, pretty good. Curb Enthusiasm, he quotes, he, and he makes a blatant statement to oh. the show that he was in. He <laughs> So in this reality, he's... Curb Your Enthusiasm exists in the world of The Office, and also Bob Odenkirk was in an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's it's just super funny to me. So mine is all also Office related. Yes, because um, in the episode where Jim and oh my god, the character Rashida Jones plays. Oh, um, Karen. Karen. A I was like, I, oh yeah, Karen. Oh, how did I even forget that? Karen, a Philippelli. Um, they go to New York, and Jim mentions seeing or th- think he saw Lorraine Michaels. Lauren Michaels. <laughs> Lauren Michaels, sorry. Right. Lauren Michaels. Um who is the writer and creator of SNL. Mm-hmm. Later on in the office, a little SNL alum comes to run the office for a little while, uh, Mr. Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah. And no one seems to notice. So basically, <laughs> right. they created a universe where, obviously, if Lauren Michaels exists and Will Ferrell exists, <laughs> yeah. um, but D'Angelo is apparently not Will Ferrell. So that's yeah. that's one of my favorite ones, just because, obviously, they never thought Will Ferrell would be on the office. Yeah, exactly. That um, was really funny. Because I think they could have held that together. Um, throughout the rest of the uh, the show, um, but unfortunately, yeah, they did not. So, yeah, that that's my favorite one, I think. Mm, yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, another one, because um, I told you I've been watching Sopranos a lot. Um, Sopranos does this. It, it's kind of weird, because I went through a Sopranos thing, and I finished it, um, and then after that, I was like, I don't know what else to watch, so I went back and started watching Curb again. Um, and it's really funny, because Curb and Sopranos um, were both made by HBO around the same time period, so there is actually some crossover between the Sopranos and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, because they were both HBO shows. Yeah. Well, there, there's an episode where in Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry David goes in to talk to the producers of HBO because he's trying to get a show made. And mind you, this is a fictional show about Larry David, who's a real person, which is like, I, that's why I think you would like Curb. If you like this kind of stuff, they do this shit all the time because they've set right. up a universe where he's playing himself. So, yeah, one of the main characters in Curb is Ted Danson. And like, Ted Danson playing himself. <laughs> oh, I actually did not know this. <laughs> yeah, so he he plays Larry's like best friend. Um, so um, 
Yeah. So anyway, one of the things things they do is um, he goes into this sit down with the HBO reps, and there's a poster of The Sopranos behind them, Um, and then later on in the uh, the 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 show, they he uh, Larry David and his wife get in a fight about they lost the Sopranos DVD case, and it leads to this big fight, (laughs) and um, and then vice versa. There's an episode of Sopranos where one of the older guys, um, who I've, who I'm, I've always thought looked like Larry David, kind of an old bald guy with big glasses, um, they're watching TV, and then just like Curb Your Enthusiasm comes on, and this old guy who like is bordering on Alzheimer's, he's like. What am I doing on the TV? <laughs> and it's all—it's like kind of sad, but it's also hilarious yeah. that they just like point out that oh yeah, this guy looks exactly like Larry David. We're gonna squeeze this in here. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, that is—that is no, I didn't even. Um, so th- this is kind of weird. Um, I have like kind of a distant family member um, where her husband unfortunately had just recently passed away and. Uh, she was basically just giving away his clothes like just mm. she was like for the love of god take them i don't want to fucking deal with them or, or look at them anymore was so fair so i go over and i root this dead man's closet um which was an odd feeling but he had a toboggan that says like hbo documentaries on it what <laughs> and i'm kind of like did this guy work for HBO? I know I don't know a lot about this guy. Um, he was he was a really good guy. That's about all I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just like, yeah. Did this guy work for? Because I'm like, how do you get an HBO documentary to bargain? Yeah, that's sure really weird. you can buy it, but why sell it? Who is like that into HBO documentaries <laughs> out there? Like, I need that to bargain. Um, did you get it though? Yeah, yeah, I have it. You, you should. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I have it. I, 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 you know, I don't know when the hell I'll wear it, but um, yeah, I don't know if like is was this guy part of the crew for like one documentary or something? Like, I'm just very confused. Yeah, that is really weird. It could be one of those things. I went over to one of my friends' house one time, and she has a Netflix pint glass, and I was like why do you have a Netflix pine glass? And she was like, oh yeah, my dad works for like a graphic design firm that did some work for Netflix at one point, and they just gave everybody at their firm like some Netflix swag. I was like, that is really weird. Yeah, that's really <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Through work, I can't get into too much detail, but through work, I know a guy who... Um, does independent animation and is actually helping the people working on the next uh, Zelda game. No way. That's awesome. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but don't really know the guy. Kind of felt like he was bullshitting me. Um, <laughs> I, I will admit, but the, according to him, that's what he said. So we talked about Zelda for a while. Right on, I bet. And we talked about sure. animation. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. Um, do you have any other moments that uh that remind you of this um that's the biggest one i know um one other one i have that was in the sopranos again um i'm sorry to just keep talking about sopranos and curb your enthusiasm this entire episode but it's fresh on the mind um there's an episode of sopranos where 
um, this this kid, uh, the Tony Soprano's son, um, gets his mom a Matrix DVD for her birthday, <laughs> and there's this whole thing that she's like pissed about it. She's like, I don't even, I don't want to watch the Matrix. Later on in the series, um, one of the guys, one of the characters they introduce was in the Matrix. <laughs> so they've invented this reality where the Matrix exists, but also they don't recognize when one of their friends was in the Matrix. <laughs> It's it just makes me laugh because thinking about like uh, back to the uh, Bob Odenkirk thing like that entire interview like since he brought up the Curb Your Enthusiasm thing I just wanted to say like how funny would it be if Pam were to just be like are you are you fucking Bob, Bob Odenkirk, Odenkirk? <laughs> right <laughs> just no, call it out <laughs> they're they're always super funny um, what what character was it from the Matrix oh man I don't even remember uh, I might have to Google it okay I mean not a big deal I do have another one though. <laughs> Um, yeah. Friends did one. Oh yeah. Uh, because Bruce Willis plays a love interest for Monica at some point, or Rachel. Oh yeah, this is one of my favorites too. Yeah. But they <laughs> they but they definitely mentioned Die Hard throughout the show in they various do, yeah. ways. <laughs> um, That's one of the most obvious ones. Yeah. yeah, that one's just blatant, you know. But <laughs> I I don't know if writers actually think about this kind of thing or they just let it go and let it happen. Now, what you're talking about, though, is not an actual mashup, whereas one of my least favorite episodes of New Girl is where they go to New York and then randomly... I was going to bring that one up, too. Yeah, you don't like that one? (laughs) I don't, because it just doesn't make any sense. I don't don't get it. Um, For those who don't know, there's an episode of New Girl where they go to New York and then um, uh, Jess runs into... um, Andy Samberg's character from Brooklyn 911. 9-9, yeah. Yeah, Brooklyn 9-9. I'm doing that a lot today. Apparently, I don't (laughs) actually know anything. Um, And it's like a funny little bit, but that's it. It doesn't revolve... Like, if it was a whole episode, maybe. I don't know. I don't like those as much. I think Uh I find it it breaks it, it more i kind of i kind of agree with you i thought it was kind of funny at the time because like oh they're both you know nbc shows that uh i i thought it was a cool idea to just kind of like have a mashup episode because the, at the end of it they also introduced like the captain um from brooklyn 99 jess is like talking to him and it's not just like hey andy samberg and then it the episode kind of revolves around that which i thought was kind of funny but it also does seem a little jumping the shark a little bit like well this will be just be ridiculous and does funny she, oh she does talk to oh yeah they bring her into the you're right they yeah, do yeah. okay my bad yeah they do because i love captain holt captain holt my favorite character of brooklyn 99 um definitely my favorite so that so that okay that part was funny yeah mm-hmm. i i did forget that part yeah so I did look it up. Um, the guy that is in Sopranos plays Cipher in Matrix. Oh, he was the one who Joe betrayed Joe Pantaleone or whatever. Yeah, he's the one who betrays yeah. everyone. Yeah, I really like the Matrix movies, <laughs> even the ones everybody hates. I love them all. The Animatrix is awesome. All right. Oh, I think they're coming out with a show. Oh, and they're coming out with a Matrix show. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I know they're coming out with the Sopranos show. I'm psyched about oh, or really? movie, maybe. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh yeah. It's Have a you, little it's a spin-off. Do What's you that? know how the Sopranos ends? Yeah, I, I watched it I finished it a couple weeks ago. Okay. What were your your takes? Loved it. I really? absolutely loved it. Yeah, I thought it was the perfect ending. Wow. Can we spoil it? 
Hey, if you haven't seen this show that aired 10 years ago. Yeah, it's the fucking uh, Sopranos. <laughs> I, I haven't ever watched The Sopranos, but I have seen the ending. And, okay, I guess that's fair. Maybe contextually it would make sense. I just thought like, oh yeah. man, that just kind of sucks. I don't like cliffhangers personally. I mm-hmm. think it's lazy. Yeah, I think... I, the way that they did it, though, I think c- contextually, you're right. It makes way more sense. And if you're familiar with the show and the characters, um, I think it's just kind of the perfect way to end it because throughout the series, um, the character of Tony and really all of his, you know, mafia family, um, they just think that they're like, you know, these guys that can't be beaten and the whole time that, you know, all their friends and stuff are getting murdered and sent to jail. They just have this pompous, you know, about them that they're like the kings of the world. And then kind of the show kind of ends with it. Shit goes south really fast. His people start right. dying. Um, there's a very real possibility that he'll go to jail. Actually, one of the last scenes of the show is he meets with his lawyer and his lawyer was like, Look, man, you're you're fucked. <laughs> so, um, and, and then basically, he knows that he's something bad's gonna. He's either gonna die or he's gonna go to jail. One of the two is gonna happen. And then right before you know the, the show ends with he is eating dinner with his family, and then it kind of show, shows like oh the whole time don't stop believing is playing. Perfect. Like, That's true. Super awesome moment. Um, he's looking around the room, and these kind of sketchy-looking guys come in, and he's looking at them, thinking that they're about to murder them. Um, and then the show just kind of the screen turns black, and it ends. And you don't know were those guys there to murder him? You don't know. Was he going to go to jail? I don't know. But I think either way, like it's not going to end well. Like at least they answered that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and, and, and like I said, it's completely unfair because I I haven't actually watched the show. I just know that like shows, but then you can also be a show like Game of Thrones that really did kind of lose its way by the end and was so overhyped and popular mm-hmm. that they couldn't make anybody happy so i think they weirdly decided to make no one happy <laughs> okay um yeah because that show did wrap up everything but in very quick lazy succession mm-hmm. and didn't actually give a good arc to the character because i was over at aaron's and we flipped on hbo max and they had a 10th year anniversary of game of thrones and it took us a while to really figure out what the fuck they were talking about but I realized 10 years ago it aired oh yeah okay and it just finished up a couple years ago so people who watch game of thrones whether you like it or not had spent eight to nine fucking years watching Mm -hmm. that show that it and it is inherently complicated and Mm -hmm. and and complex and in depth so yeah i mean you know they fucked that up and they tied up loose ends so i guess it doesn't matter i mean i guess you know it depends i could tell you i could tell you my favorite cliffhanger Mm -hmm. of all time it's this movie called the gray and it stars liam neeson so here's what happens these guys are on a on a plane plane crashes then they are attacked by a pack of like rabid insanely way too big wolves (laughs) and then they have to basically survive not only an arctic tundra but then being chased down by wolves 
Um, and it basically ends, spoiler alert, with Liam Neeson finding the Alpha and just basically like gearing up to fight this wolf in hand to hand combat. Mm-hmm. And it is bad fucking ass. And yeah. as soon as they like come together, it ends. So real heavy cliffhanger, but I kind of loved it for the movie. The movie's called The Gray. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, gray, black and white. There's a lot of like moral, religious contextualism to it about, you know, why is this happening to us? We're good people, you know. Heavy, heavy fucking movie, but great movie. But that was a good cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. So I, I like, I sometimes like cliffhanger endings when used in the right context. Yeah, because it's... yeah, because like you, it, it almost makes it more fun that you can like fill in your own ending or try to figure out like, well, based on this and this happened, um, this is what I think happened. So that leads to all the conversation. It's grabby rather than just being like, well that's the show go on with your lives now (laughs) yeah it's like if you're gonna not cliffhang it and you are really gonna wrap it up you gotta make sure that like you really do that Mm -hmm. like but then again breaking bad breaking bad did a great job of not really cliff i mean it it left things open-ended but it did give Mm -hmm. it gave us a finale to walter white Mm -hmm. yeah from the start of that show to the end we know everything that happens and he dies at the end Mm -hmm. now there's like fan theories where he didn't die or whatever but it's like no, like he died they they wanted him yeah. to die so they but and that's a hard thing to do man mm-hmm. i could tell you like one of my other favorite shows was like sons of anarchy and it took me a long time to really reconcile that ending um and that's a long fucking show they drug that shit out mm-hmm. it doesn't even make sense at the end <laughs> um so Anyways, I feel like we've kind of gotten off track here from your original thing, I'll be honest. (laughs) That was it, man. That's what the bonus episodes are all about. So True. Um, No, that's pretty much it, man. Okay. Uh, I guess we can move on to the second question, though, if you feel like that's Yeah, let's do. Yeah, what's your second question? All right. Question two. Um, Not going to lie. I stole this from the Gus Nighty podcast, but it was so good that I thought that we could have some fun with it. Um, So, not an original question, but I want to see what you have to say. Um, If you got to take over the Twitter account of a corporation for one week, um, and your goal was to end them as a company, to just completely ruin them, what company would you pick, and then what would you like tweet Mm. to ruin them? I did listen to this episode. (laughs) Did you listen to it? Yeah, and I have a follow-up question after this that I've been meaning to ask. Okay. Um, What? Man. Do you have one? Have you thought about it? I've thought about this, and I think I do have one. Okay, go ahead and start for us. All right. I would pick Starbucks. uh, Okay. Because fuck Starbucks. Yeah. (laughs) God, I hate Starbucks so much. Um, Uh... I, I, I would I would steal their Twitter account and then I would tweet things and I was thinking what would be the most effective way to just ruin Starbucks as a company and I and I was thinking something that could piss everyone off let's piss off conservatives let's piss off liberals let's piss off decent people uh, just everybody so I think I would tweet <laughs> I, I would start off by tweeting tweeting something that something like this um, new policy. Must show vaccination card to enter the building. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That would do it. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then I would follow it up with something like this. Um, new policy. Uh, policemen, firemen, first responders no longer get discounts. <laughs> yeah, that would work. I think, I think that's something they do. I think if like a uniformed police officer goes in, they get like 10, 15% off, something like that. 
I would just cut that off to completely. <laughs> no, I, that that would work very well. Did, yeah, uh, did you I have more so. tweets for Starbucks? Was there Here's anything else you t- wanted to do? Here's a couple more tweets. The next one, I would follow that up with... Uh, it's, so you know how on Twitter you can do like surveys and you can like ask people and they can vote on answers. Right. Um, I, I would say survey time. Should Starbucks pay our coffee farmers more? <laughs> but <laughs> the only the only answers are A no, B fuck no, <laughs> C are you out of your mind? We're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this would this strategy would really work. I hope so. Uh, and then the fourth tweet, I would I would just tweet out um, new policy, no no more frappuccinos. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag the icy rain is over. <laughs> ha- Hashtag summer is coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, that that would you 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 would be one hundred percent correct. This would absolutely destroy Starbucks and their actual so. fan base. <laughs> Um, so I do have an answer now. I thought about it. Mine would be the NFL. Oh, uh, okay. Because I want to burn it down at this point. I, I, and I, and I stand by this. The NFL needs to just start over. They, they have fucked up. For there, I like. I don't know if I told you that I have that uh, Xbox Game Pass has Madden 21 on there. So I'm playing the newest Madden. First off, it has ads for the game in the game oh that's so annoying that i'm playing there's ads for it the game you've already bought <laughs> the, the game i'm fucking playing is telling me to buy the game now technically i i haven't bought the game because i'm playing okay. it on xbox yeah. game pass however i'm already playing the fucking game what more do you yeah. want from me exactly <laughs> so that's that's hella frustrating um but also when you're scrolling through i forgot that the washington redskins changed their name what is their name now? Yeah, their name is the Washington football team. Oh, and yeah. I shit you not, when you scroll <laughs> through, it just says football team. Oh, my God. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I was against that idea then. Not changing their name. I mean, I think, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of weird for sports teams to change it. But then again, Redskin is a is, is actually a it's slur. one of the worst. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It, it is a fucking slur, unfortunately. But it's like, once again, you could have just picked a badass name, dude. Yeah. You could have picked yeah. a badass name. And you all were petty about it and just said, football team. And now, it, it's just it's just bullshit. I, I just, I, I think the Reds just need to, or the Reds, the football, <laughs> the NFL just needs to burn itself down, start over again. I, I think there should be other leagues, personally. I think the NFL mm-hmm. needs competition. But anyways... I would do it with the NFL. I'd get on there, and every single day, I would just tweet out a list of players that had brain damage from CTEs. Oh, shit. I would release everything, <laughs> baby. I would just fucking put it all out there, because they have. Because there was actually an ex-NFL player not too long ago who just went to a random house on a street and just shot a family and killed them all. Damn. And I and they're going to biopsy his brain, and I guarantee you he will have CTE. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the NFL kind of sucks. They cover yeah, all bit, that shit up. So you're going to take down Starbucks. Uh, I'm going to take down the NFL. Oh, mm-hmm. also, just NFL tweets, uh, just going super racist immediately. <laughs> I'm banning everybody who doesn't stand uh, during the national anthem. I mean, I'm just going ham, and I'm going to lose 80% of the fan base immediately. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, I'm yeah. going to relocate Tom Brady to, like, 
<laughs> I don't even know. Actually, I'll just ban him. I'll just ban Tom just Brady. Just ban Tom Brady. Just for fun. Um, just because he's had enough wins. He's good. Yeah, I'm going to force him to retire. <laughs> force him to retire. Um, so I'm going to follow up with another Gus and Eddie podcast question that I really like that I have been saving, but I think now's the best time. Yeah, bring it on. Mitch, if you and I form the ultimate tag team for the the world wrestling entertainment <laughs> Oh, yeah. If we were a professional wrestling tag team, what would we be? <laughs> Essentially, what would our tag team be? What would be our what would be our stick? Man, that's a good question. Um, man. Can do we have to like can we can we come up with like like wrestling names like alter egos, too? Oh, yeah. 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 Like I, I kind of want to know what our wrestling names would be, what our tag team name would be and kind of like what what would just be our overall persona? Um I have a couple ideas. Okay. Yeah, please. One is, you know, so me and Mitch, when we first started working on stuff together, our, our, we had a band, and our band name was called Aurora and the Gun. Yeah. So I was thinking, we're going to take that. We're going to play with it a little bit. So you're going to be Aurora. You've always taken the <laughs> moniker of Aurora. Um, sure, And sure. I was always the gun. Um, yeah. I don't know how we came up with that. Was it like a random name generator or something? What we did, no, I do remember this. What we did was we each came up with like 10 different like random words and I'm pretty sure we threw it in a hat and we knew it was going to be blank and the blank. And we pretty much drew these 10 random words out of a hat. Um, I put in Aurora because that was Erica's cat's name. Well, not my cat's names. Uh, we have a cat named Aurora. So that's kind of why Aurora in the gun uh, sticks. And then I'm pretty sure you put in gun and so we just decided to call it, we drew names out of a hat and like, all right, Aurora in the gun, it is. <laughs> yeah. And it, I, I mean, I, <laughs> only mildly cheesy, but I do think it worked for like, <laughs> it, it, I, I actually think it's a pretty decent band name. I, it's not too bad. It's not terrible. It, it's not for terrible. For drawing names out of, literally drawing names out of a hat. <laughs> so, oh, I liked Aurora because I believe it is the name of the princess in the game Child of Light. Uh, okay, I believe, and it's also like, isn't it a Foo Fighters song too? And the Foo Fighters have a song called Aurora. Also, yeah. there is a thing called the Aurora Lights. Yeah. Um. So we were into that. So I'm thinking, let's take that and let's just get buck wild with it. So we're and and also playfully racist. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna call you Prince Aurora, okay? And we're gonna okay. set you up as like this weird island prince. All right. So we're gonna put you in like a like a like a tiki skirt. Um, like a grass skirt um, okay. and like we're gonna give you like puka shells and shit like that and then I'm gonna be like an animal like character and you're gonna I'm gonna be on a chain right <laughs> okay. so I'm just gonna okay. be like the animal and I'm gonna be like you know running around like growling at people I'm gonna be like a feral islander okay yeah and I'm like your pet you know what I'm saying and that's what we'll do is like our walkout will like walk out and you'll have me on a chain and I'll just be like jumping around like a feral animal and, <laughs> and shit and you'll be like a like a Hawaiian prince and shit even though you're just yes. like a, a white guy <laughs> yes <laughs> and then our finishing move is um we can hog tie our opponents and walk around with them like literally on a pole like you know yeah we'll carry like tiki torches around and we'll just like have those like we'll bust those out as an illegal weapon and just hit people with tiki torches i love it yes <laughs> okay so what would our walkout song be Oh man. Oh, that's a good question. 
I think I think if we're going with this like Hawaiian kind of theme for no fucking reason, <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. We should do. Wait, what would be? Oh man, I'm trying to think of just like what would even be just more random than that. <laughs> yeah, because I was along that themes. It could just be like some sort of tribal drums. That would actually be kind of dope. You know what or would we be, could go with something random. Uh, you know what would be like close but no cigar would be just like the music from Spongebob. Like the, like the wacky slide guitar. <laughs> the, the ukulele, the slide guitar, yeah. Yeah, just just that, like... <laughs> like, just that. That's awesome. But I'm like I a feral it. animal. What would I, we call I ourselves? Would we would just be like Aurora and the animal, or would we be like... I think we should oh, be... Man. <laughs> I think we should be the whole... The... The the pacific collection okay <laughs> just name it like a really shitty high school band name <laughs> i dig it <laughs> entering the ring the pacific collection it's like <laughs> And you're like, whoa! And you're like holding me back with the chain. Uh, <laughs> that actually sounds kind of dope. I would totally That sounds pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I'd like that a lot. I was thinking if we don't go with the Hawaiian theme, um, I would want to do some sort of like Mexican lucha libre. Again, playfully racist, like you said. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I would call myself uh, Fuego Loco, which is Spanish for wildfire. Ooh. Uh, that's a pretty dope name. Dope wrestling name. <laughs> um i would do um okay okay i like this i i would i would do um like <laughs> okay here's what i would do so you so what was yours what was your wrestling name fuego loco so you'd be fuego loco and i would just be like frank <laughs> fuego loco and frank <laughs> but i would be like i'd be like yeah like my mom's mom is is spanish <laughs> But I would just be like a guy. I'd wear polos and shit. Yeah, exactly. Just like a white. And we'd come out to very like, you know, very like, you know, Latin infused music. But I would just kind of Pitbull. be like walking down like, hi. Right. I'm Frank. I'm Frank. But you're like very like, oh, it's my culture. Like I said, playfully racist. Yeah. As, right. as wrestling tends to be. Um, but yeah, you'd have like a luchador mask and like a cape and the whole nine. And I would just be like, oh, I'm Frank. Yes, I am one sixteenth Espanol. <laughs> and then we'd be like doing our, our uh, post win interviews after. And I'd be like, yeah, my my partner, Francisco. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm Frank. Uh, Frank. I don't. don't let's, <laughs> yeah, I used to work at a Target before I came here. <laughs> just, just clearly don't belong. I'll, I'll, exactly. I'll wear a fanny pack. Oh yeah, dude, I love it. <laughs> I think that could work. I think I think I think that could work. In that situation, what would be our finishing move? I think um I think I would want you to do some like high flying luchador kind of move um where it really just results in them being dazed and I run up and I just hit them with a calculator. <laughs> like a, like one of those those TI 1800s, you know, just one of those big graphing yeah, yeah, yeah. calculators, just like bam, just hit him with a calculator. Calculate that, bitch. <laughs> oh, that's that will be my stick. Is I'll do little like dad one liners. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Like I love it. I'm sure he didn't calculate the risk on that venture, did he? 
And in interviews, I'm giving like financial advice. So I'm like, well, you see, really, the Roth IRA is really the best. <laughs> like, that's what they're going to cut into me, you know, when wrestlers come up to me. I'm just giving financial advice. Dude, I love it. <laughs> e equals MC, fuck you. <laughs> right. Or that. I just go like weirdly hood when I'm in the ring. You know what I mean? I turn yeah. it up to like a whole new level. <laughs> These are both no, like solid ideas. <laughs> solid ideas. I think we should do it. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know if I have anything else. I think that was it. I, that was pretty much all I had. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for checking out this bonus episode. We were excited to do one. We haven't done it, nor have we done a dugout, nor have we done a double header, nor have we done a bonus episode in a while, I Mitch. Know, man. Today, it was just, today's a dream. <laughs> today's the dream um all right guys thank you so much for listening um we are out of here we will catch you guys next time uh with whatever haircock scheme we got next yep that sounds good thank you guys for listening um check out the instagram the play the spotify playlist even though you know we're just basically done anyway no point uh in life stay fresh cheese bags bye <laughs> smell you later El Mook El Mucho Gusto